everyone. It is Jules. Welcome to this episode of All Things Iceland. This week is quite momentous because an occasion is coming up that has changed the lives of many people and even changed Iceland. It is the one year anniversary on March 19th of the eruption, the start of the eruption of the Geltingadalir volcano on the Reykjanes Peninsula. And it is really hard to believe that that was just a year ago. Like in my brain, when I was thinking about it, I was like, wasn't that a couple of years ago? But as we know, so much has happened in our world over this last year that time is feels like it's flying by so quickly. And in regards to this, I wanted to do some special episodes that's dedicated leading up to this anniversary, this one-year anniversary. So I am deeming it Eruption Week here on the podcast and over on YouTube. So if you do follow me over on YouTube, you know that during the eruption, I had different interviews there from geologists, of course, talking about my accounts of going to the volcano, which was three times. But this week, it's totally new interviews that I will be sharing. One of them is with a Belgian photographer who has a book called New Earth, and it's his photographic journey of documenting this volcano. And this book is amazing. It's so beautiful, all the images. And it's also his text. While it's not a lot of text in the book, it really is a page turner because there's different aspects of emotions that he's feeling and things that he's getting across that makes you want to keep reading. And so I ended up reading the book in a very short period of time. And I thoroughly enjoyed though the images inside the book. And I think you might as well. So you'll be hearing from him. And of course, there will be links to the book if you want to purchase it in the show notes of this episode and of the episode of his interview. And then I also interviewed April Anderson, who is the director, cinematographer, and editor of the documentary Fire and Iceland. And what's awesome about that is she's and her husband, who did this documentary, are based in New York City. And they when they could on the first flight out to get to Iceland, came here and collected so much amazing footage. So it was exciting to kind of talk to those two creators and their journeys of documenting this volcano and how it changed over time. And to cap off though, the eruption week on Sunday, April was so kind to her project that she does this under is called artasair.com. And of course, like I mentioned, there's links always in the show notes. Well, you normally have to pay for the documentary and that will be the case going forward. But for this special occasion on Sunday, March 20th, she is allowing me to premiere the documentary in full for free on my YouTube channel. So for those who are interested in watching a documentary for free, You can check out the link in the show notes where you can sign up for my newsletter to be notified as to the time and to get the actual link to watch this premiere of the video. Because after I premiere the video, so you basically have to be watching along with me live. When I premiere it, I will be deleting it because it is available other places to be paid for, such as on Vimeo and Prime Video. Of course, if you want to watch it before then, or you can't make it that date and you still don't watch it, It is affordable to watch on those 
platforms, but I'm just letting you know that this special occasion is possible. And we can also chat about it as you're watching on YouTube in the little chat box that's next to the video. So I'm excited about that. And in addition to this, because they're making it for free, we thought it would be amazing just to let people know that if they feel inclined to, or if you know they're able to, that they can donate directly to the Icelandic search and rescue teams here in Iceland. So the link, the PayPal link directly to them is in the show notes of this video, as well as when you sign up to my newsletter and all that, it's there as well. And the whole idea is that they are helping people in Iceland all the time. Like their job is literally to go out and rescue people in dangerous situations, whether it's you fall into a crevasse in on the glacier or you get injured on the hike to the volcano, letting people know about the dangerous gas levels, going onto the highlands. I mean, it's on glaciers, different things. And it's a hundred percent volunteer led. They do fundraisers throughout the year. And I'm always in awe of the fact that first of all, it's a hundred percent volunteer led and they want to keep it that way. They get a lot of enjoyment and passion out of purely just helping people. And it's not about the money. And I just really admire this. And so I thought it would be a great idea to allow people to have the opportunity to do it if they want for getting free access to the documentary. Of course, there's no pressure to do it. It's only if you want to, but it is always there. And I'm sure they would greatly appreciate the funds because they always have a lot of equipment and things of that nature they need to buy. But definitely don't miss out on watching this documentary for free because it is so good. (laughs) I've watched it once already and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I look forward to seeing it again as a group with individuals as I'm premiering it on the All Things Iceland YouTube channel. And just to add on about the documentary, which I think is really helpful, is that it's not just visuals that you see regarding the eruption. Those are stunning, but it also really documents the different mindsets that Icelanders have about volcanoes, about living on an island that has so much volcanic activity underneath and could mean, you know, that a volcano goes off and destroys your town. Thankfully, in this case, that was not what happened. No one was harmed in terms of the volcano didn't destroy any towns or livestock or things of that nature. So thankfully, that is the case. But still, in history in Iceland, that has happened and people have, you know, been injured before or even died. So this can be a very serious thing. And it's just interesting that April and Martin were able to kind of hone in on that aspect, those insights to share. So you learn not only about some volatile and beautiful Icelandic nature, but also culture and history. In regards to my own experience with the volcano, I'll just say that it definitely changed me. I mean, there is nothing like hiking up a hill and then just seeing hot lava spewing out of the earth. Like there will be images and things in the show notes of this episode, just to kind of give you an idea of some of the things I saw. And I thoroughly, like a little kid, was just so giddy at the fact that I was able to see this. And I feel amazingly fortunate knowing that I had this opportunity And for those who weren't able to see it, uh, this documentary, as well as like the photographic journey and just, you know, images being shared in general can kind of give you a feel 
of the atmosphere there. And some of the posts on Instagram, if you were following there or even on Facebook, really expresses how much this touched people so deeply because it is such a phenomenon and really unlikely that you can get so close to the volcano. This is the part that I think made this what they call a tourist eruption is that you could access it relatively easy. I mean, the hike was challenging, but it wasn't underwater, you know, <laughs> there's the volcanoes who that erupt underwater or out at sea or in parts of the highlands where it's just incredibly hard to get to. So we all were in many ways, very fortunate for that. And then, like I said, it didn't destroy like a town or people's homes or anything. So just so fascinating. And I do appreciate the people who reached out to me asking if I was safe and, you know, asking me to please be safe, of course. <laughs> and I always was, but it definitely changed me in an amazing way. And I just feel so grateful for that. And also really fortunate to be able to bring you this type of content this week leading up to the anniversary. So I hope that you enjoy the content coming up this week. And if you're able to join me for the documentary, that would be amazing. Otherwise, you can check it out either on Prime Video or Vimeo. If you're enjoying the podcast and the content that I'm putting out, I'd greatly appreciate if you share it with someone who you think would be interested in hearing about the eruption. Also, if you're able to leave a review on whatever platform you're on, I'd greatly appreciate that because it just helps other people to be able to find the podcast, learn what it's about, and see if that's something that they want to check out as well. Something that I used to do on the podcast some time back was read a review or two. And so I just want to read this one because it really touched my heart. And it's Amy Hardwood from the United Kingdom, who left a review on February 28th. And she says, the title is Fantastic Podcast. Such an amazing podcast with wonderfully varied and interesting topics well-researched and with great guest interviews. I also love that there is a good mix of long and short episodes, meaning I can pick one to suit how much free time I have to listen. Thank you, Jules. Well, thank you very much, Amy. I greatly appreciate that. And I might go back to reading these reviews every once in a while on the podcast because they really help me to keep going in terms of knowing that you're out there. I mean, a lot of the time you're, I'm listening into the void. And even though I can see that people, of course, are listening to the podcast, it is just means a lot to see that it has an impact that is positive and it's something that people enjoy. So if you are inclined to leave a review, I do greatly appreciate it. I do read them and I very, very much appreciate them. Tack att er kallar fyrir att hlusta og